Let's record. Okay. You're listening to Lame. Well, all right. Right nope. into it. The Lexington action-adventure Marxist experience. We have no time for lollygagging. No, we have time. Oh. I'm Aaron. <laughs> and I'm Jenry. And it's the 20th of July, 2022. Oh, I guess this is where and I that's, say something. And that's your, yeah. And, and that's, can. and it's happened again, folks. <laughs> um, this is a news podcast about Lexington, Kentucky, and the surrounding area. And the state of Kentucky. Okay. <laughs> um, and, uh what else what else could be funny to tell them we read the herald leader so you don't have to honestly that's real today's episode 100 percent funded the courier by journal the okay never mind that not that's not you lied to well me. my side is okay all right well um i guess we'll talk about it. folks it's been a while since we've done a covid19 update well the update today is uh there's not going to be a daily update anymore from the uh literal government um Lexington Fayette County Health Department has announced it will no longer post its COVID-19 data online beginning August 1st. The local health department has updated its data on almost a daily basis, including Fayette County's total cases, hospitalizations, and deaths since the pandemic first hit Kentucky in March 2022. The data is still going to be updated once per week and will be provided to the Department for Public Health, Kentucky Department for Public Health, that is. Um... And, uh, quote, this is a consistent, this is a change is consistent with the health departments across Kentucky and it's a natural progression during a pandemic. Except, folks, I can't help but notice that, um, I'm really not really feeling like, um, uh, that there's a, um, real, uh, what am I trying to say here? Uh, progression, good progression. No, I think it's actually getting worse. I think there's a regression. Um, it's not, it's not looking great. Um, uh, so yeah, um, it's great. Uh, it's great. It just says that there have been 105 COVID cases and 635 deaths since deaths since the pandemic began. Um, I'm assuming that is per the Kentucky Health Department and not for the United States or worldwide. Obviously, that has to be for yeah. That's gotta be. That's obviously for Kentucky. Or is it for Fayette County? Because we've oh. had more deaths than there's way it has. To yeah, be, yeah, that's Fayette County. That makes a lot more sense. All right, um, per the health department. Yeah, that's Fayette per County. The, yeah, 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 yeah. I've decided to leave in every annoying thing in every Herald Leader article. So if you hear me start reading about um, uh, subscribing now for just two dollars for two months or whatever, <laughs> claim your um, offer. And I'm only complaining because I pay for the Herald Leader. Wait, do you pay? Like I pay for Herald Leader. We can't be having this conversation right now. We should consolidate our membership. Aaron, we share the same damn account. Oh. <laughs> One of us is paying for the Herald Leader for this podcast. <laughs> and regardless of the fact, we are still getting inundated with offers and shit. I already am paying the normal rate. Stop offering me shit. Uh, just let, let me fucking be. Speaking of letting me fucking be, hot, hot temperatures. It's been bad. In Lexington, we, uh, we seem to be more, more prepared than, um, let's say, our European colleagues. Because um, since the 50s, every damn building here has had air conditioning. Except for Buell Armory. And the greenhouse. Well... 
come on. I mean, Aaron, I mean, that's basically outside. But worse. But worse. <laughs> the city of Lexington has announced it has activated its heat plan for the next five days. And if that's really, and let me say this, is this is really all the heat plan that the government has, we're in trouble, folks. There is going to be a cooling center open at the Tates Creek Golf Course. A cooling center? Yes. A cooling center. It's the room will be open from 7 a.m. to <laughs> dusk. LexChan will provide free rides to the cooling center for licensed residents. From where to where, it's not clear. How do you contact them? How do you get the LexTran to drive you there? How do you get on the LexTran? Does it involve standing in the heat at an unshaded um, uh, side of the road um, for 30 minutes to wait for your LexTran bus? You know? Um uh whatever also public pools half price admission you now this i like half price admission how much okay it's five dollars oh okay. for normal price so now it's 250 don't say it like that two dollars and fifty cents thank you american um so yeah there's that um and then there's a quote from Marilinda gordon who i won't bother reading um <laughs> according to national weather services uh temperatures are expected to reach the 90s Every day through the weekend. Um, NWS advises people to take precaution when working outside and to never leave people or pets in parked vehicles, even if the AC is on and their favorite music is playing. Wait, did it actually? Uh, no. Oh. <laughs> you know, I, w- I recently went home um, yeah. and I was just hanging out with my dad. Uh-huh. And you he- locked your dad in a, hard, in a hot car to prove a point? I wish. No. Mm-hmm. Um, I he's like he's he's one of those Newsmax kind of guys. Unfortunate. Yeah. So really he's he's one of the people that debates whether Newsmax or Fox News is better. He actually watches both. But obviously Fox. Okay, let's settle this now. <clears throat> obviously Fox News is better because it's more entertaining. Yeah. Newsmax I think so. is way too Spartan. Look, my parents are always into some kind of ultra conservatism, but they keep coming back to Fox News. Because they like watching the five, they like watching they they like DVRing Gutfeld's late night TV show, <laughs> which I gotta say, let me say this: normal late night TV blows the Fox News late night. I mean, an extraordinary cast of the least funniest people you've ever met in your life. It is like Greg Gutfeld, who is uh i'm in a love-hate relationship with for uh for for number one fox news contributor on in, on my charts and then um he's got some fucking guy who i have no idea who he is but he's always got his like big like wrestling belt like wwe belt oh, it's fine okay whatever i was too being too animated in the studio some you collateral water me. yeah it's okay. literally it's well you know it's it's the water sealed or whatever it's empty oh it is well that's mm. awfully convenient um and uh and then they'll have like representative jim jordan from ohio um anyway some of the most swagless men in america <clears throat> are on are on that program and i would take it every day over newsmax so anyway he's watching he's watching the tv and they're talking about all this heat this this you know craziness that's going on in in london or in, in literally any of Europe. Well, in, in London, I'm sure the the big headline is that the uh, Royal Royal Mail Air Terminal runway melted has melted, which I'm like, that's hilarious. Yeah, but anyway, he was like, man, they're gonna make there's the libs are gonna turn this one into a global warming issue. 
it's so funny. It's like it's like you you gotta look out for how they're gonna spin this one. And I'm and then he and he's I didn't first of all no I didn't interact with him at all. I'm just sitting on the couch. He's just talking to the TV. And, oh, well, your dad says this? Yes. That's hilarious. My dad, I'm sitting on the couch, like, in the other room, and he's just right. talking to the TV. Right. And then he's like, you know, didn't they just think about, like, the sun gets hotter? Well, unfortunately, the sun is getting hotter, and um, uh, just not in the way that you think. He's like, the sun just gets hotter. It does that sometimes. It does Why it? didn't the liberals think of that? It does it, and it's normal. It's like so fun. Uh, like a thou- over a thousand people in Europe have died from, <laughs> from the heat wave already. And um, like honestly, whether or not it's climate change, right? Like which, like spoiler, it obviously is, right? Like like okay, like if you're not, if your response to it is like mm, nothing you can do about it, like like which is like the most like psycho response you can take to it. Just like if you. Um, I don't know, just like the sun's just getting hotter. It's just like, hot like, like, it's just a massive like. There is a there is a uh, natural disaster occurring in Europe. There Every are day. wildfires in France. I didn't know you could do that. I didn't know there was there was there was enough un untreaded, uh, unwatered trees in that country. I'd imagine the the Forest Service is like shipping shipping out like an international uh, international legion. Of, I know uh, honestly because we really no one grows like. No one has the um, Forest Service numbers like the um, California Carceral State. Right. Um, <laughs> they're going to ship a bunch of... Pri- it's like, uh, oh, uh, you go, you know, the, the foreman of the prison comes to the yard and he's like, well, boys, I got good news and bad news. You know, good news, we're getting out of this place. Bad news, you're going to be uh, you're gonna be firefighting in uh, Avignon. <laughs> so, um, au revoir. Yeah, literally... <laughs> And they, and actually, it's going to be really good. All the prisoners in California learn about how fucking good it is to be a prisoner in France. <laughs> and they start doing crazy militant shit. It's, it's good. That's awesome. Um, but uh, you know what? But yeah, that's, that was my dad's story. So maybe, That's maybe, good. Maybe the sun's just getting hotter. Yeah, and hey, and I'm not, I'm not going to lie. It's definitely getting hotter. Something is. Um, uh, and, you know, um, the question becomes, what are you, you going to do something about it, boss? Um, that's really something. Anyway, um, speaking of something that is really something, it has been such a dreadfully slow news week here, um, in Lexington, uh, that they've decided to run just a puff piece on police helicopters. So in the Lexington police, I'm not, I'm trying not, I'm going to try not to read most of the copy. Cause this really reads like a, like an ad. So I'm going to, I'm going to read you the, the, the choice cuts, um, within the Lexington police department's Bureau of special operations. Um, uh, there is the air support unit. Um, uh, and the, the unit apparently, uh, in fact, the unit isn't unfamiliar with occasional noise complaints from civilians. This story is a subscriber exclusive. <laughs> People complain about the noise, said Pat Murray, who is the coordinator for the aviation unit. There is a north side neighborhood resident who called to complain about noise, and I called him and I said, well, you just had a burg- burglary two blocks away. Okay, and? Um, so funny. Maybe maybe don't use the police helicopter. What? Just let there be the burglary. You can solve this. Guys, you don't need the copter. I'm sorry, you don't need the chopper. 
It's funny. The Lexington Police Department utilizes two helicopters in its air support unit, which provide assistance to officers on the ground when necessary. LPD helicopter was called up for missions 53 times during the month of June, which was described by Murray as a, quote, very busy month. Lots of noise was made during those missions, which, fe- which featured vehicle pursuits, search and rescue missions for missing persons, and extra patrol for large major events. So all that shitty traffic... Um, don't worry, we got a guy in a helicopter. Um, He's watching you from the sky. Literally. But the noise complaints aren't common. Um, let's make them common, shall we? Uh, and Bidge Chow... Bidge? B-I-G-E. That's gotta be it. Bidge Towery? Bidge Towery? It just, it feels like, like I'm saying a slur. Um, no offense to the man. Uh, or I guess he is. He is a cop, whatever. Uh, tactical flight officer says the unit does see appreciation from the public. Murray says he understands some people's displeasure with the loud helicopters, but he also believes the work the unit does and what they accomplish far outweighs any noise disturbances. Ah, when I hear a, when I see the medical helicopters flying in, I'm like, Godspeed. When I see a police helicopter, I'm honestly like, you know, shoot it down. I really, I'm like, man, I what? How much money do you think I could buy off you? For how much money on Ukrainian eBay could I get a um a recoilless shoulder mounted rifle, um or Stinger missile? Um, uh, <laughs> answers may surprise you. Answers may su- indeed. <laughs> um. So yeah. Uh, next heading bold. Lexington's chopper provided by Department of Defense. That tells you everything you need yes. to know. In 2005 and in 2008. Um, so, yeah. Uh, the mil- They're military aircraft, but they're just apparently modific- mod- The What makes them military is that they're modified specs of civilian uh, Bell Jet Rangers. The ones we have are Bell OH-58C. Everyone go look up a manual for that. I'm probably scribbed. Um, start learning. The defense helicopters came from the 1033 program, which allows the Department of Defense to give law enforcement agencies to cross the military, the cross, uh, why did I say that? Allows law enforcement agencies across the country military hardware. Since 1996, nearly 10,000 jurisdictions have received more than $7 billion of equipment, according to the ACLU. Um, so yeah, uh, it's it's criminal. All right. This is uh something that we sh- this is something that um we should uh ask Jeff Young about. Um he would know. Jeff Young? I don't know if he would know. I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's like she probably would. I'm just like Jeff Young, we, we, we the, this is another and this is another thing we we need to add to We have a 96 thesis for you. Um in 2009, the unit was given FLIR thermal imaging cameras, um, uh, which, quote, really changed things, according to Murray. <laughs> Another big change happened earlier this year, um, which I think this is the thing that we were talking about voting against in city government. Yes, which we sent, in which we sent uh, multiple emails to multiple counselors. And they all told us, uh, fuck you, got mine. Um, uh, this is important to the police, so we can't. Yeah, we can't. I know we all we like. Can't, we can't. I know we all no. marched, and I know we all, you know, said to fund the police, but we didn't. Crucially, we didn't mean, like, we didn't no. mean it, and in fact, never intended to. And in fact, actually, we're doing everything in our power to appear as to to look, act, and actually do um, fund the police. 
Uh, anyway, this is a GPS tactical mapping system um, that allows the tactical flight officer to quote more accurately describe locations. All right. Um, oh my God! Do you think that's the? Do you think that's like the two word thing? Uh oh, like the what three words? Yeah, or the what three words? I, it's probably something honestly like that. Which um, apparently it's better because before the change, the flight officers had to narrate vehicle pursuits off memory. But the new la- mapping system lays out the street names and makes describing mm-hmm. locations. So it's um, it, it honestly might just be like uh, literally just like they got their Google Maps pulled up on their phone. It's like <laughs> it's like uh, they're just they're just referencing a, a map. Um, before it was just like before yeah, it's like it's like oh yeah I know he's on Loudon. Drive past the office tower. Yeah. Or fly past the office tower. I guess you just have to. I, I guess before you just had to know the street names, which I feel like is not a like. If you're doing this stuff, you probably just should. Yeah. And whatever. I'm all for anything that requires more fucking time in the classroom. You know what I mean, baby? Um, all about learning on this podcast. All about le- learning, showing up, doing the time. How Lexington's police helicopters are paid for. All the equipment used in the helicopters came from federal and state grants. <laughs> Meaning the only expense for the police department are fuel and maintenance. And get this. $36,500 was spent on fuel and a little over 89000 was spent on maintenance. Um, cool. Cool. Great. You know, I could have, we could have used that $100,000 literally anywhere else, but that's just me. Um, I don't really know why the cops need to have this. Um, don't they have enough fucking SUVs? Can't they just figure it out? Don't they have? Isn't this whole place? Isn't the whole fucking? Isn't the whole North Lexington just filled up with cameras now? You know what I've been seeing? All, all, every cop I see pulling someone over, or just in general, all of them now have these bulletproof vests. So stupid. Um, Some guy got. I saw somebody get pulled over on Mountain Parkway. Yeah. I don't know if I told this story on the show. No. Some guy got pulled over on Mountain Parkway, and literally the officer, like giving him a ticket, had a bulletproof vest. So. I don't know how that's going to... Oh, what if they get shot? They're not, okay? Um, one. Uh, two, um, that's only escalating the situation. If the cop is already like, well, i got to have bulletproof armor to stop these people at random. And I was like, oh, so maybe just don't then? If you really think that... If you think that you're going to get shot pulling a, co- a car over, how about... Why don't you carry on your day, sir? Um, but, uh, yeah, this helicopter, by the way, was built in 1968. Um, and has undergone constant maintenance and repairs. So you know what? <clears throat> Why not? I like it. I you know some people like to say like ooh all these this, this all these stuff is so old. I like that it's old. Well, oh. hey, the MIGs still work. Well, one the MIGs still work. Two, I don't know if you want a 2022 helicopter. It's probably got like gonna like firmware brick itself in mid flight like a like a <laughs> Tesla. You know maybe, that would be cool though. <laughs> it'd be badass. <laughs> um, ooh, it's got a touch screen and. Uh, Ooh, oh, it's a brick. Um, uh, and, then, and then they're talking about, they're like, you know, they're listing like the few good, the, the in 2012, the aviation unit was assigned to search and rescue during the West Liberty tornado event. And they also assisted Lexington police air traffic early this year when a large snowstorm forced I-75 to shut down. Um, I don't know what they, um, 
I guess they just, oh, all right, they, we were just able to utilize addresses and roads through our system to let the actual officers on the ground know where people stuck. Why don't you give, then why don't you give, uh, like, the constables the the helicopter? Why do the cops have to have it? You know what I mean? And give them, but give them, like, give them, like, the Batman helicopter. Okay. Where it's well, just, it's like, not, all right, well, it's just, like, really, it doesn't have any doors. And it's got like, a self-destruct it, button. All it does is fly. Okay. And that's, like, nothing else. That's all it can do is just fly. That's kind of what the... I don't think the police helicopters have guns on them, Aaron. Well, <laughs> well yeah, but they have other things on them. Yeah, yeah, to yeah. To measure. Yeah. yeah. So, um, and then they also talk about... Oh, it's just off stuff, stuff. How many officers? There's eight of them. It's a part-time unit, though. So I don't know how... That's so goofy. Um... He says, uh, one guy says he seems a lot of cool, th- sees a lot of cool things in the air. Great. I think it's cool too. Uh, in the abstract, I guess, whatever. Um, so that was the fluff piece that now that we read and forced you to listen to. Um, uh, I, obviously this isn't good. Um, I would say contact your your representative. representative your district I we would say that but we literally did that and then nothing it's happened, a, a specific so. use case okay this is good i'm probably going to read this in its entirety folks the people of lexington cheered when they shut down two keys tavern right and um we thought we had beaten the great beast right um and then of course clubhouse showed up and um uh it was somehow worse so uh, continuing um, the uh, the bourgeois war against um, the common man. Uh, now there are now not only is two keys reopening, but there are, according to this report, as of today, a second two keys. Two keys too. Basic. There's two two keys, as the article says. Wow. Until recently, it looked like two keys tavern, the longtime University of Kentucky campus area bar, was gone for good. Now, not one, but two businesses are laying claim to the legendary Two Keys legacy. I would not call it legendary. Or a legacy. Yeah. So, one on Tuesday said it was going to open at a new location um, on South Limestone between uh, Clubhouse and CD Central, the weird, like, patio area. Uh Uh-huh. And then, uh, today, uh, another is making plans to open at the original location, at three through three South Limestone, um, uh, uh, this story is a subscriber exclusive. <laughs> um, on Tuesday, the revived Two Keys Tavern was announced to its open in August next to Clubhouse. Apparently, by the previous operator of Two Keys Cavern Tavern, Seth Bennett, who owns the building, that building. Um, the announcement said it was the said that the bar planned to add the underground tap room in the winter. Bennett did not immediately respond to requests for comment. Get unlimited digital access. Subscribe now for just two dollars for two months. Claim offer. Wait, so so the, they're opening. So they're opening the two keys. The OG two keys people. Yeah, are on, are opening, are are moving a block down the road, and are opening reopening two keys in a different location, uh-huh. which is between CD Central and the club in Clubhouse. Okay, which used to be Pazos. Okay, um, rest in peace, by the way. Um, but then the other people are are Hold. just a, 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 oh, 
All right, let's listen. The release on Tuesday <laughs> listed 380 South Limestone, which is the place we're talking, which place we're talking about, as a new address for Tukey's Tavern. But that's where a UK dorm sits on the other side of Limestone. I don't know why that's a but. It's just true. Um, although re- the release said renovations are nearly complete, the city does not show any new permits. Um, here's the, the, the tweet posted by Two Keys Tavern said, "Stay tuned." On July nineteenth, but a block away, the original three through three South Limestone um, is now is uh, ha- um, has the state has issued a liquor license for a separate. Two Keys Tap House. Let's go. Eat newsletter. The latest on news, food, dining, and bourbon delivered straight to your inbox. This site is protected by Rikapachka in the Google privacy policy. <laughs> Terms yeah. and service apply. Aaron Hill is listed as the, cert- as the applicant for a certificate of the occupancy of Two Keys Tap House. Um, so, yeah, wonderful stuff in the paper today. Um, <laughs> this auto-generated nonsense. Literally. Well, you can even see. That's what's so frustrating. When I load the page, I see the article load. And then afterwards, I see all the bullshit offer stuff load in separate. Like, it's like a whole, like, mm-hmm. JavaScript or, like, the mod. It's like the, I don't know. It doesn't look just like a static HTML page, which is how I want every artic- every website. Here's Now, here's my crackpot theory. What if, like, Austin Horn was a bot? Ooh. Fake fake journalists fake news okay i like that i'm i'm willing to incorporate that into my worldview (laughs) uh hill said in an email that a new bar and grill will be opening soon and it is different than two keys tavern down the street much of the original tavern was gutted after the bar closed in 2020 seth co llc um filed for chapter 11 bankruptcy protection um, in 2012, Sethco trademarked the name Two Keys Tavern at the original address. The bankruptcy court allowed Sethco to abandon the property, including the Two Keys Tavern sign booths, table, and benches, and a bar. Bennett said at the time he planned to reopen Two Keys Tavern, possibly at a new location. Um, Bennett and business partners then opened Clubhouse um, right in late 2021, um, but it's unclear if Snell... Our UK football, oh, former UK football player Benny Snell expressed interest in helping to bring back the legendary college sports bar. It's unclear if Snell has any involvement in either two keys entity. So why would they even write that? Um, so yeah, that was uh, the fresh off the presses as of this afternoon. Um, and uh, honestly, um, I think we should call once again for a protracted people's war on the two keys tavern. Which one? You you decide. <laughs> um, honestly, I can't believe that the clubhouse operates. Not to be like complaining about noise, but like if you live in those UK dorms on like Euclid, and <clears> you're just fucked from all all angles. I mean, it is amazing how loud that, and like, bright. Yes, it's it's really oh yeah because the fucking sign. Talking about a shit place to live. Really fucking. That was like the new luxury apartment um, stuff, but now uh, it it sucks. Um, and you know what? With that in mind, I'm fucking out of here. I yield my time. <laughs> You're you listening listen to, to the side, the middle, middle section, side of lame, the Lexington action adventure, Marxist, Marxist experience. experience. You can follow us on Twitter at lame pod. Email us at lexlamepod@gmail.com. What the fuck, Eric? Who are you? Who are you? What have oh, you no. done with Aaron? <laughs> uh, what else? Oh yeah, follow. Oh, no wait. Uh, five review. Five stars. Five review stars on damn 
iTunes. I want you to give this podcast five angels. (laughs) (laughs) We're not going to get into that. Okay. Um, uh, Spotify as well, five stars. Um, We have stickers, buttons. Only the best. Only the best. Stickers and buttons. Lame Pot a three star review. What's wrong with you? I don't know. Tell us why. Write your comments on the The, iTunes. Maybe tell us like tell us what a good job we're doing. Yes, there we go. Be nice to me. And if you're gonna give us a four star review, maybe email us first. (laughs) Let's see if we can make it up to you. (laughs) And we'll get you some stickers, some buttons. Maybe we can bump that four up to a five. I could I could buy you dinner. Mm -hmm. Maybe I'll make you dinner. Oh, we'll go out to the pool. Uh Oh. We got to, oh, because it's the heat wave. Yeah, yeah. We're we're laying on the we're, chair. We're getting our discount, and pool. then we're you know we're holding. We're we both have our drinks on the table, and we both reach at the same time. And maybe, <laughs> <laughs> and maybe, <laughs> and maybe we just touch hands for a second, and you look at me, and I look at you, and and you know, and nothing else happened that day, but uh, for the rest of your life, you'll be thinking about that one touch. Oh my god. Anyway, let's move on. This is a news podcast. (laughs) (laughs) And it's side B. It's side B. You're listening to side B of the Lexington Accident Action Adventure Marxist Experience. And we already introduced ourselves. You know who we are. You already know that it's the 20th of July. Mm -hmm. But what you might not know is that a private Kentucky college is freezing tuition for the coming year. State schools, not so much. An article by Jacob, but people who claim to be Jacob. (laughs) (laughs) The automated Herald Leader bot called Jacob. (laughs) Jacob Latimer and Aaron Mudd. Aaron. Well, Aaron Mudd's definitely a bot. Aaron Mudd, uh, don't DM us. Who you can email at heraldleader.com, but really... Remains to be seen. Okay, well, I can also email bots as well. Yeah. Um, University of Cumberland, a private school in the Williamsburg. And you know what? Let me just start by saying this. Misleading headline. Is okay. it so? Private Kentucky College is freezing tuition for the coming year. What does that make you think? It means that tuition's not going up. Oh. What did you... Hold on a second. Let me, let's, let's roll back the tape. What, what, what do you want me to say? What do you want me to think? Uh, you should say um, they're not going to pay tuition. Freeze, they're going to freeze the payments of tuition. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. So, when, okay, when you say a private Kentucky college is freezing tuition for the coming year, what do you think? It means all payments are frozen. You're not giving <sighs> money, money to them. I got a big, I'm wearing a little propeller hat. <laughs> I'm, I'm two days old. <laughs> So the University of the Cumberland, a private school in Williamsburg, recently announced it will be freezing tuition for the 22-23 school year. By, quote, by locking in tuition, room and board rates for another year, students can focus their, on their studies without worrying about the cost of attendance increasing, said the university president, Dr. Larry Crockham, in a, in a July good. 5th press release. So, what, so where do Kentucky's eight public universities stand? Question mark. Here is the breakdown Eight. of tuition rates for the in-state students at universities for the 22-23 school year. And so, this is just... This Play is, me the hits, baby. Um, I guess we start at UK. Uh, on, on, U of K, we are right for the fight today. They're right for $6,429 a semester. 
Every wildcat star will shine. The University of Kentucky in Lexington is the most expensive of stake schools. Tuition increased by $124 from the previous school year, and the Board of Trustees um, increased it by 2%. Cool. Great. The budget, Eli Capolito. Eli Capolito. The budget is an an expression of our values and our ambitions, he said at at the time. Um, it's the a dem- husk formerly known as Eli Capaluto. <laughs> it is a demonstration of faith. We, we are poised and positioned to advance our state when it needs us most. It's a little, you have a little bit of a drawl, but kind of the, the, the sort of hollowness of his voice, I think, is what yeah. you've got it. Um, asked about the possibility of tuition freezes in an email, UK spokesperson forwarded a university announcement that acknowledged a 2% increase in tuition and fees while also touting a record $160 million in financial aid that doesn't have to be repaid. Offsetting to offset increased college costs for students. Okay, so just don't do it. University of Louisville. I don't know their fight song. On, on, U of K. UofL. $6,162 per semester. Um, raised their uh, tuition from uh, $6,087 uh, to $6,162. Um, what percentage is that? Uh, it's about up by hundred dollars. Dollars. Um, I what I wonder if that is um. I guess it's probably because UK's point. The whole percentage. point behind UK's tuition hike is that um, it two percent is the legal maximum. Yes. That they could have done. And then next year it's one percent. Yes, because it no more than three percent within two fiscal years. Okay. So yeah. yes. Um, WKU, five thousand five hundred fifty-six per semester. Mm-hmm. Um, Sixty dollar increase from twenty-one twenty-two. Uh, WKU is actually one of the four universities that froze tuition in the twenty 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 twenty-one. Try saying that five times fast. Due to the coronavirus pandemic, um, spokesperson firm tuition increased by one point one nine percent. NKU. Five thousand one hundred four went up a hundred dollars from last year. Uh, university was among the four that that froze in twenty 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 one school year. Two um, percent from last year, and uh, NKU is the board of regents, so they approved that in March. Board of regents, man. A lot of yeah. these, uh, a lot of these universities down bad with the board of regents. EKU four thousand seven hundred seventy two. Mm-hmm. Not bad. Yeah. Um, went up, shockingly, $46 from uh, last okay. year. Okay. How about zero? Um, we believe we had the lowest increase compared to the Kentucky Public Universities this year, Director of Public Relations said in part in an email. Even with these modest increases, EKU's overall cost of attendance is 4% lower than it was for the 2019-2020 academic year, thanks to the cost of the Booksmart program. In the right, you get free books now. Oh, yeah, free textbooks to all undergraduate. Well, I mean, I just do that with Libgen. Yeah, it's a little... EKU, how about you stop? Set a shining example. And, of course, SKU. SKU? Making it Southern Kentucky. Oh, Southern Kentucky. But also, like, skew, like the barcode. Yeah. Murray State University. Mm-hmm. 4716 went up by $90. Um, no comment. Morehead State, <laughs> 4620 Went up $79, no comment. Uh, KSU, nice, actually, $3,850. Yes, but, I mean, that's a big asterisk on KSU. Yeah. Um, 
Tuition increased by 2% from last year. KSU yeah. spokesperson did, also not, going bankrupt. did not return an email seeking the university's most up-to-date tuition be scheduled tuition freezes. It's not even they don't even know what it's going to be. And Monica Cast apparently contributed to the story, which may be updated. Which may be I read that the bomb, which may be updated. I was like, all right, really. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, did so, you see the new obnoxious banner today? On the, yes. They're, it's, it's, they're talking about chess. Portal. They're talking about chess. Chess. It's you load up that website and it's I mean jump scares you with the chess bullshit. Haha, uh-huh. this is what happens when you don't type your notes up in advance. Okay. All right. Aaron's Aaron's trying trying to be on a website. What? Oh, oh my there's god. There's adver- there's a vi- okay, there's I can't a even pop up at you reload the page. Like go back some? Wow, folks, I've never seen it this fucked up. Okay, here we go. Here okay. We go. Okay. 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 Uh <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck. Hey, X carefully X. Okay, yeah. cool. J okay, judge. Jace this is from the Courier Journal. JCPS board can ignore unconstitutional portions of the new law that limits its power. So if oh. you're in Jefferson County Public Schools, Senate Bill one, if if we can even remember that far back. Yeah, oh Senate Bill one. God, what what fucking happened in Senate Bill one? Probably just like a right to declare an emergency or something like that. Oh, interesting. Um, well, the judge ruled this Literally. week, uh, part of a new state law that would restrict the authority of Jefferson County School Board is unconstitutional and the board doesn't have to comply with it. Okay. Um, Jefferson County Judge, uh, Circuit Judge Charles Cunningham Jr. decided Senate Bill one, which makes a range of changes to how Kentucky approaches education, went too far. This read the uh, Senate or legislature passed it earlier this year. Senate Bill One includes provisions to limit the power of Jefferson County Public Schools Board of Education, shifting day-to-day authority over Kentucky's largest school district to the superintendent, and capping the board to one meeting per month. Uh, those are the portions of the bill. Damn. The JCPS sued over in June. A limited amount of meetings. Yeah, it's very funny. And because of Monday's ruling, JCPS doesn't have to follow them. I mean, SB One and a slew of new state laws take into effect Thursday. Um, war on JCPS. Kentucky's largest school district continues to be a target for GOP lawmakers. The war on Louisville. The war on Louisville. Hey, it is a fight for Louisville because that whole like they want to they want to make the other cities in Louisville like independent for secede oh, from the they merger. Wanna, yeah, that's goofy. Yeah, guys, you don't want to do that. Look at how bad Cincinnati is. Yeah, that's what happens. JCPS uh, board chairman Diane Porter praised the judge's decision, saying in a statement, This ruling confirms our assertion that parts of Senate Bill 1 unfairly and unconstitutionally singled out Jefferson County and would interfere with our ability to represent the interests of the citizens and students in our school district. With this distraction behind us, the board will continue to focus on the needs of every JCPS student as we prepare for the upcoming school year. Um, in his ruling explaining why part of SB1 that only applies to Jefferson County is unconstitutional, Cunningham indicated, quote, it's an arbitrary assertion of power. Interesting. I like that. The voters, parents, students, and taxpayers of Jefferson County are entitled to equal protection under the law. In this context, the Commonwealth of Kentucky may not treat those folks arbitrarily. All right. Arbitrary so, use of power. Next year. All of the school districts have to do it. Yeah, that's what I was, <laughs> I was like. I was like, I was like, okay, we get one free year. Yes, JCPS's uh, school board filed suit over SB one. In a statement Tuesday, spokesperson Tony Cons Tapman of the Kentucky Department of Education said, uh, "Glass 
represents appreciates the courts weighing in to clarify this important constitutional question. Going forward, we urge the General Assembly to consider the Kentucky Constitution's prohibition on special or local legislation, which would have the effect of treating particular Kentuckians and their communities differently as they enact educational laws. Kentucky Constitution tasks the General Assembly with crafting and legislating education policy. It is not the court's prerogative to adjust such policies. This is um, Kentucky Senate Majority Whip Mike Wilson. Um, he wants to appeal the, the ruling. Well, yeah, obviously. I mean, as your lawyer, rule number one, always appeal the ruling. It is not the court's prerogative to adjust such policies. Rest assured that yesterday's ruling will be appealed. Uh, apart from the now individ- er, invalidated JCPS specific portion of SB1, the new law now requires two dozen historical texts and speeches to be taught in, his- in social studies courses. Oh, God. And set guidelines for how I teachers remember this shit, man. Yeah, can uh, address controversial topics such as race. It also moves authority over curriculum and, and principal selection from school level councils of parents and teachers to district superintendents. <laughs> so, crazy, crazy, crazy shit. Um. But speaking of JCPS... Second JCPS article inbound. JCPS. You know what? It's bad. When I first saw that, you know what I thought? Jesmond County Public Schools. Wow. Yeah. Well, it's Central Kentucky. I know. It's that that lame bias. The lame bias. I'm just waiting for our our rival Louisville podcast, also called Lame, (laughs) um, (laughs) to start putting us to shame. Exactly. JCPS planning to cut adult education and English as second language program. Oh. So I didn't know these existed. Well, cool, but I guess now now it's going, so I guess mm-hmm. not. Cool that it existed. As disconnected youth rates rise across the country, Kentucky's largest school district plans to discontinue its adult education program after the coming school year. Instead, Jefferson County Public Schools wants an unnamed community partner to take over the education program at the end of 2022. An community partner. It said in a statement Tuesday afternoon. So here's, I just clicked on their page here. Jefferson Skills University. Jefferson okay. Skills U. Is open virtually. Okay. Um, and our staff is working to help you attain your educational goals. So you mm-hmm. can get your GED. Basically, it's to get a GED. Get your GED. All right. Get your GED, and also for ESL stuff, for non, non-native non speakers. That sounds like the government should be doing that. That sounds you good. You would think. But they're not doing that anymore. Um, we, they said, quote, we believe it's time. The time has come for us to concentrate all of our efforts on pre-K through 12 education while a community partner leads us leads adult education efforts in Louisville, said the district in a statement. The proposed change is not a reflection of the work of adult, or adult education employees who are dedicated to ensuring those who want to further their education have the opportunity to okay, do so. Okay, so why'd you cut it? Um, statement continued. It is unclear which community organization will step in to continue the program, which helps people earn their GEDs and find jobs. It also provides free English as a second language classes to adults learning English. The program has been under the JCPS umbrella for decades. For decades, folks. Um, The move blindsided program staff and some district leaders. When first asked for more details, JCPS spokeswoman sounded uh, sounded surprised and said she didn't have any information about the situation. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck, man. You got to tell your spokeswoman. Uh, Lame tip number two of the day. Always tell your spokesperson. Always. Always let them in. Craig noted uh, he learned of the issue when upset employees began emailing school board members. Program staff will be able to continue working for JCPS or stick with the program under new oversight if the decision receives board approval. Under new oversight? That's like, 
well, there goes your benefits, right? I mean, am I am I am, am I wrong in thinking this? Like, if it's not a, if you're not under the same org, oh, whatever. In the meantime, nothing will change for our adult learners oh. and the JCPS employees who are educating them. Okay. Okay. Um, so the, now it's for now it's fine, I guess. Yeah, the program plays a critical role in connecting disconnected youth for those aged 16 to 24 without a job or education with opportunities in Louisville. Louisville has a higher than average rate of disconnected youth at 13.4 percent. Uh, wow, that's uh, that's a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, such is the way. Such is the way. And uh, t- t- final article for tonight. Okay. Crazy, crazy, crazy things happening in uh, the governor's race. Yeah. Um, all right. Fill me in. Hold on. I got to oh sign in. Oh, my God, Aaron. You got to sign in. You got to click on the photos of the traffic light. No bio. They try to get us on that one. Welcome back, Lane. <laughs> okay. I was only available to subscribers. That's why I had to sign in. Okay, oh, come on. Okay, stop I'm using it. your app. I'm the Courier I'm, Journal. You're on the app. We're paying all the money for it. We're still getting pop-ups. Okay. All right. Okay. There was a connection error. Okay. Fine. Damn, Aaron. Well, let's try this again. Well, you know, it's... it's, All right. Okay. No, here we go. We're opening this again. Guys, Aaron is learning a very valuable lesson right now, I think. Of, you know, we always type the notes in advance. Two and a half years into this podcast, you think I would have gotten it by now? It's really something, I gotta say. Um... This is by Joe Sanka from the Courier Journal. Okay. Or, or is it? Or is it? Well, this is from the entity known as Joe Sanka from the. A mystery group reported spending more than eighty thousand dollars on advertisements in Kentucky House Republican primaries this year. Oh. Has received one of its representatives, an Ohio man tar- tied to dark a dark money network that has spent dark millions money. of dollars worth of ads in GOP primaries in recent years. Whoops. Okay. Um, Tyler Connor identified himself as a representative of Commonwealth Conservatives LLC in a letter to the Kentucky Registry of Election Finance, uh, KREF, in late May. KREF, baby. Um, Responding to two complaints submitted weeks earlier accusing the group's attack ads of violating state campaign finance laws. Connor is the director of Prosperity Alliance Incorporated, a 501c4. Whoa. Social CPAs in the audience, you got to fucking help us out on that social one. Social welfare organization. Oh, no, no. I remember the 501c4s. Those are... Um, that is legally allowed to spend less than half of its funds yeah, on political activities without revealing any of its donors to the IRS. Yeah, that's a cloth. There's a great... Uh, I forget what late night. There's a great... The They just call them C4s. Yeah. I remember this now. Property Alliance has spent millions of dollars since 2018 funding political action committees and other groups placing ads in federal and state races in Ohio, South Carolina, Florida, Georgia, and Pennsylvania, places typically involved with contentious GOP primaries. As has been documented for years by a D.C.-based Essex watchdog organization, Prosperity Alliance also is connected to about a dozen other dark money nonprofits. They keep using the dark money is going to come up a lot in this Dark article. money. With the same tax preparer based in the same Columbus, Ohio suburb where Connor lives. Oh, 
see now. <clears throat> These groups have all passed funds to and from each other, as well as two PACs, spending more than $40 million in political ads over the past decade. Well, I guess that means they've also spent $41 million on just, like, other shit. Yeah. Yeah. Representative Savannah Maddox from Dry Ridge. Yeah. Like, here we go. Here classic, we go. Submitted classic. a complaint about the group to Kentucky Registry of Election Finance. She was the target of at least $14,589 worth of mailers and Facebook ads from the Commonwealth Conservatives. Okay. Attacking her record for her defeat. And here, here it is here. A review of Savannah Maddox's Twitter activity has revealed a troubling pattern of questionable, questionable conservatism. conservatism. Initially, Maddox did not support Trump and prompted several criticism and insults. It's like from it's kind of like support. colored blue, so it kind of looks like she's yeah. like a Democrat. Maddox liked a hashtag #NeverTrump tweet. Maddox also promoted several tweets critical of Trump's demeanor and conservatism, also agreeing that women should be hesitant to vote for Trump. And they have screenshots there. All right. Vote no on Savannah Maddox. Okay. So they're doing it. Despite being widely regarded as one of the most conservative members of the Kentucky General Assembly. (laughs) (laughs) I gotta say, these damn journalists do have a little bit, do have some of a sense of humor sometimes. The Uh, the ad suggested that Maddox had a troubling pattern of questionable conservatism for anti-Trump content on Twitter six years ago. That's good. She's since repented. Six years ago, I was a democratic socialist. Yeah, six years ago... Um, I don't know what the fuck I was doing six years ago. Um, six years ago, I was probably doing something for Bernie. Um, anyway, yeah. uh, Maddox would still go on to win her re-election race May seventeenth by a wide margin, but she filed her complaint with KREF a week before that election. Shortly after, the Courier Journal first wrote about the Commonwealth Conservatives, which had not registered with the agency and had no identifiable representative. Did she fucking read about it in the paper? I, I mean, uh, I think that. Here's a quote from her. I think I think the transparency is paramount wherever we're talking about attempting to influence the outcome of elections, Maddox said at the time. I continue to dig and try to parse apart who it may be and what their motivations may be, but everyone finds this to be somewhat of a head-scratcher. Thanks, Savannah. Maddox announced uh, later announced her plan to run for governor in 2023. Yeah, baby! <laughs> Though it didn't... Register with KREF, Commonwealth Conservatives reported to the agency it spent about $82,000 on independent expenditures in Kentucky's May primary elections in eight state house races, supporting or opposing 10 candidates. While other political groups spending on GOP uh, legislative primaries fell into a proxy war between ideological camps, typically siding with the ideological camps, okay, with establishment incumbents uh, versus upstart challengers from a small government liberty wing of the party. The activity of the Commonwealth Conservatives was an outlier. Yeah, this is kind of weird. Um, so they attacked Maddox, of who's she's in the Liberty Wing, uh, but they also attacked incumbent Samara Hevrin. Do we ever? I don't. I don't think which, we ever talked about her on the and show. And she's she's basically just like an establishment conservative um, who had a Liberty Challenger, and they attacked her. Weird. And it's yeah. So nobody really like it's, it's. So they have this this flyer here that says Joe Biden and Samara, which they spelled her name wrong in the paper, by the way. Now that's good. Um, now that's good. Uh, Hevron are two peas in a pod. Biden's failed energy policies have sent the U.S. gas prices soaring. Now Kentucky State Representative Samara Hevron Hevron wants to jack up state gas taxes. Oh. 
not state gas taxes. Uh, compl- then the next section. Complaints to Kentucky Registry of Election Finance. Correct. Commonwealth Conservatives, registered in Ohio by a Columbus-based attorney in January, listed two political consultancy agencies based in Texas and New Jersey as its vendor for ads, according to its independent expenditures filings for KREF. The consultants did not respond to requests for comment from the Courier-Journal, while the attorney said she could not discuss the identity of her client. Oh. Commonwealth Conservatives submitted its first independent expenditure report to KREF by email May 2nd. Uh, with an agency official reply asking if the group needed help of registering an unauthorized campaign committee, the legal destination of groups of di- directly advocating for or against candidates through expenditures without coordination. The KREF official added in his last email that this is an urgent all caps matter. Okay. The unsigned email replying to the agency contended that Commonwealth conservatives did not have to register KREF as an unauthorized campaign committee and it did not receive funds for its independent expenditures. Commonwealth Conservatives has not solicited or received any contributions for its independent expenditure efforts or for any activity supporting or opposing Kentucky candidates, stated the email. Its independent expenditures were paid for, for from its general treasury funds. Okay. Maddox signed and submitted her formal complaint with KREF requesting an investigation for Commonwealth Conservatives shortly after the Courier-Journal story on the group. So she read the... She read the story. I and fucking then, knew it, man. She read the damn it. paper. Um, as did Sebastian Torres, a political consultant who has worked for Maddox in the past race for several GOP Liberty candidates over the past year. Funny that they keep calling them GOP Liberty. Like, are, well, those not, are they not just libertarians? I guess not. I don't know. Like, I guess it's something more specific. Yeah. I guess, yeah, I guess if it was Libertarians, it might just be running the Libertarian Party. Um, Do we have any Libertarian Party members of the General Assembly? Um, what's her face? Southworth. But she's a Republican, right? Oh, yeah, like actual... Yeah, because I'm, like, I'm, sure, no, I'm sure we have ideological, but like, don't we have, like, because like, the Libertarian Party is like on our ballots, right? I guess so, yeah. What's the story with that? You know, Folks, you'd think we'd know, right? You, you know who we need on the ballot? PSL. <laughs> yeah man if we could uh we could run some uh P- if we could run a psl candidate that'd be really really something mm-hmm. um um so yeah we talk- should run and um they should run in a they should go out to harlan county and uh <laughs> and try it old-fashioned the complaints from Maddox and Torres alleged Commonwealth conservatives was violating state law by not properly registering with krf and using a false address oh Connor, Connor first emerged as a representative of the group in a letter KREF received on May 31st when he responded to the complaints of Maddox and Torres with the same argument. Commonwealth conservatives did not have to register with KREF because it used general treasury funds for its expenditures and did not solicit for such funding. Okay, but where does the general treasury fund come from, right? The, the Courier-Journal has attempted to reach Connor or other representatives of Commonwealth conservatives through messages to his listed email, phone number, and Facebook page and has not received any response. Damn. New headline. It's not his first rodeo. It's not his first rodeo. Citizens for Responsibility and Ethics work, uh, Ethics in Washington crew has crew <laughs> man. Prosperity Alliance had Prosperity God, there's so many fucking it's NGOs. Ob- it's obnoxious. Had Prosperity Alliance and its connected Dark Money network in sites for years. The DC-based watchdog group had filed complaints with the IRS and federal election commissions over its activities. 
Matt Corley, the chief investigator of Crew, said he was not surprised to see Connor's name connected to the dark money ads in Kentucky's GOP primaries. It's not his first rodeo. Connor had a clear track record of involvement in anonymous political spending. Crew filed a formal complaint with the IRS in 2019 to initiate an investigation into whether Prosperity Alliance failed to properly disclose political contributions and violated its tax-exempt status by reporting that it did not engage in political activity, despite FEC records showing that it spent a large majority of its funds on political contributions to a super PAC. <sighs> All right, breathe, breathe, Aaron, breathe. One sentence. <laughs> Guys. <laughs> Guys. This ain't German. We're not. We're not. We're not built like that. The watchdog group also filed multiple complaints uh, with FEC with the FEC in 2020 over several nonprofits tied to the same Ohio connected dark money network as Prosperity Alliance, with the overlapping personnel and financial transactions, alleging they were illegally funding disclosures by failing to register as political committees and acting as conduits to super PACs. <sighs> Prosperity Alliance with super PACs. That's very good, Aaron. Yeah. Prosperity Alliance's first involvement in political races was in 2018 when it fully funded more than $1 million of expenditures by conservative alliance PACs in house races. Um, I mean, you get the idea. <laughs> we get it. There's dark fucking money. You know, there are, there are 501c4 and they don't have to tell you shit, man. I saw this and you know what it made me think of? What? The Amy McGrath campaigns the amy mcgrath campaigns in fucking ohio yes that's really something the i'm like i don't what was even the point of that well i was shocked um like i know there's like some people running for like i know there's um people that run like for like like in the u.s house of representatives and that mm-hmm. run in like some of the districts in chicago's they'll run ads in like winnetka and stuff in like wisconsin really yeah um which i find interesting Why? i don't know i guess because there's a, so much of a commuter base or whatever hmm. it'd be like i mean it'd be like running ads um for uh you know like for jesmond county like magistrate or whatever in lexington because so many people from jesmond county commute to lexington Although I don't know how much returns you get on that, but still, I don't know. It'd be like um, the lame party ticket. We run for mayor, both of us. Oh, okay, all right. In the same, and like you vote for Jenny and Aaron. That's good, and like it's like line. it's like very idiosyncratic. We're doing yeah. like stuff. We're sitting here. It's good. Every meeting we're like, yeah. all right, okay. Who's the mayor? We're the mayor. <laughs> it's our. Position. And then we start running election ads in like Clark County. Oh, okay. For the Winchester folks. Oh, all right. <laughs> uh, and and we're running for mayor in Lexington. Two, but we're. Why are why are we running down this hypothetical so we can just have put media market campaigns out? Yeah. Huh. To boost our podcast listenership. Ooh, it's like a stunt. Okay. Yeah. All right. Fine. And speaking of that, it's happened again. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to be thinking about my campaign. Um, but uh, you, meanwhile... Have wasted another perfectly good hour listening to Lame. Our esteemed executive producer is Charlie Carey. Our stickers, graphics, buttons... Okay. And... It's, the list gets better every time. <laughs> bigger every time. Jesus. Our, 
are designed by the by the uh clairethompsonart.com yes i was trying to think of an adjective to describe claire um and mm. she's just good <laughs> by the good claire thompson <laughs> that's very medieval <laughs> clairethompsonart.com uh you can follow us on twitter at limpod email us at lexlimpod at gmail.com and even though dark money groups from all over the country dark money flood our inboxes and start running attack ads on on lame whenever they hear us say it or oh shit god damn it aaron <laughs> what and even Flutter. though aaron thinks of another harebrained fucking scheme every time we get around to saying it this is, is lame. lame great well, did it, it. it didn't work because I said lame, and then I can't say this is lame. This is what keeps happening every, every time. God Aaron. damn it. I, it's, uh, we do it every week.